let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come. Please let the children come. Welcome to Children's Bible Journey. With stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up. So let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. Okay, God promises to keep me safe.
such a great way to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. He can heal me. There is no cure for the disease you have, and you know it. I have faith that Jesus can heal me. Faith, faith, faith. You always go back to that as an excuse. You've spent a lot of time and money on physicians and remedies. With what result? You've been pronounced incurable. But Jesus can cure all diseases, even mine. If I could just get near enough to him. But you can't. You're suffering too much, and you're too weak to go to him. Certainly he isn't coming here. Uh, I am going to him. He will heal me. How are you so sure he will? Through faith. Oh, there you go again. Faith, faith. (laughs) Well, physicians can't cure you. What makes you think Jesus can? Except by faith, as you put it. (laughs) Jesus has... All the power of heaven at his command. And he will heal me if I can but get to him and tell him of my great need. He will not refuse my cry for help. Well, you beat all I ever heard of. I know you'll be disappointed, but I warned you. And this this faith you talk about, what is it anyway? Knowledge? No. No, I... I have no knowledge of Jesus. I cannot prove by knowledge that he can or will heal me. I have only faith. You have belief. No, faith. They are not the same. Many, I'm sure, believe that Jesus is the Messiah, but they lack faith in him. Faith is an active thing. It's alive. It touches the heart activates emotion and quickens the heart to sympathy and understanding. Belief is an opinion. Faith is more than that. Oh, you're impossible. But go to him. You will anyway. You're a free agent. You can do as you wish. I shall find Jesus and tell him of my great need and he will cure me. Get through, please. I am ill. May I please get through and near to Jesus? No use. All oh, the crowd is too much for me. I cannot push through them. I say unto thee, where your treasure is, there also shall. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that shall mourn, for they shall become... May I get through? Away, woman. Blessed are I the am meek, ill. I want to be near Jesus, earth. and I... Quiet. Jesus Blessed is are they which do hunger and it's thirst no after use. righteousness. People don't care about me, but Jesus will. Blessed are the merciful, when I can get for near they shall him. Then he will know and understand. He will have Blessed compassion and heal me. Heart. into a boat, probably going to the other side of the sea. Let's follow him. Follow him across water? People are getting into other boats to follow. Let's get into. 
of Abraham and Isaac. Let not this storm and angry sea bring harm to Jesus, the Messiah, who crosses to the other side. May the people over there open their hearts to faith, to the healing of their minds and bodies, and to the mending of their lives. As for me, O oh God, my faith still lingers stronger than ever. Let Jesus fulfill his mission upon yonder shores. When he finishes and returns, I shall be... I shall be waiting. Are you here? Greetings. I, I see you. Well, you're still afflicted. Where's the cure you talked about and had faith in? I have been unable to get near unto Jesus. Well, it won't do any good when you do, if you do. Perhaps you've lost your faith, or, or else you would be where Jesus is, trying to get near him. He attended a feast at the home of Matthew, the publican. I am on the way there. I shall await Jesus outside the home of Matthew. Farewell. Jesus must still be inside. The crowd mills about awaiting him. Stop! You cannot enter. Matthew giveth the feast to Jesus and his disciples. But my daughter is ill, about to die. I must see Jesus, and he will accompany me and heal my daughter. No! I am Jairus, a leader of Israel. Stand aside. I go inside to beg Jesus for help. Jesus is going with that man to his home. Perhaps he will come to me. No. No, I must seek him. Make known to him my need. Let me through! I am a messenger from the home of Jairus! Let him through! Let him through! Jairus, my friend, thy, thy daughter is... Is dead. Oh no. No. Oh my daughter, no. Fear not. Have faith only, and thy daughter shall be made whole. He Jesus, he he pushes through the crowd this way in my direction, perhaps now. Oh, if only I might touch him. Step aside. Step aside for the master. Make way, let him through. Who touched me? Master, the multitude about thee is great and press against thee from all sides. Yet thou asketh, who touched me? Someone hath touched me purposely, for I perceive that strength and power is gone out from me. Who touched me? Here she is. Let her through. I, oh Lord, I touched the hem of thy garment and was healed. For twelve years I have suffered pain and was feeble. For many days I have followed thee, trying to get close enough to make known my great need of thy help. I touched thee, Lord, and was made well. Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Jesus continued to the home of Jairus. Ye all 
this ado and weep. The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Leave this house, all of you, excepting the father and mother of the child. And you, James, John, Peter, lead me to the child. Yes, master. Here lies our daughter, master. Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Our daughter. daughter. What's wrong, mother? Father? Who are these men? Oh, our daughter is alive. Alive. She's alive. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. says everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. Now that doesn't mean we're not tall enough. It's just that no one turned out the way God intended them to be because of sin. That's why he gave Jesus to us so that we could have the chance to believe in him and be forgiven and live forever. Romans 3 verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. John 3 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory, the glory of God. All have sinned fall short of the glory, the glory, the glory of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in recess. I also love eating lunch under this tree with all my friends. And since all my friends are busy doing something else, I'll just have to eat lunch with you. Oh, you're very kind. Let me
me ask you a question. You and I are trying to be healthy, right? Right. We exercise, drink water, get eight hours of sleep at night, and breathe as much fresh air as we can, right? Right. What about our food? How do I know if my mom packed me a healthy lunch? I mean, she loves me and would never do anything to make me sick, but maybe she doesn't know how to make healthy lunches. Well, she can do what my mom does. What? My mom uses the Bible to decide what I should eat. Your mom packs you lots of loaves and fishes? <laughs> no. She told me that when God made this world, he created just what everybody needed to be healthy. Adam, Eve, the animals, everybody ate the same things. Really? What did they eat? Oh, fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and mangoes. I love mangoes. It's all right there in Genesis. So if we eat what God created for us to eat, we will be healthy? As healthy as we can be, I guess. I mean, God knew what we needed. It makes sense that he put good things in nature for us to eat. Well, let me see what my mom packed for me. Lettuce and tomato sandwich and whole wheat bread. Some carrot sticks. An apple. And for dessert? Homemade cookies with nuts in them. Hey, I think my mom did a pretty good job. God would be proud. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Do not take the Lord's name in vain.
Join me today for another story just for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4, 6. Fast Food by Sharon Boucher. Rudy slowly closed the cupboard door and turned with a what-do-we-do-now look on his face. Find anything? His roommate asked. No, You didn't last night either when you went searching through the cupboards. I know, Rudy admitted. I just hoped I had missed something, anything. I'm hungry. Me too. We haven't had anything to eat since breakfast yesterday. Don't remind me, Rudy moaned. It was summer vacation, and the two young men were in Panama City selling Christian books door to door. Rudy, who had just turned 18, hoped to go to the newly established West Caribbean Training School when it opened for the coming school year. He had recently learned about Jesus and his second coming, and he wanted others to learn about Jesus, too. By selling books about Jesus and his love, Rudy could tell others about him and earn a scholarship to pay his school expenses. His dream was to someday become a doctor. Rudy and his friend had come to Panama City from their hometown of Cologne and had rented a tiny apartment. It was in a wood frame building constructed as many of the Panama houses were, with a number of one-room apartments all facing out on a common veranda that went completely around the house. From here, the two young call porters went out six days a week to take orders for the books. Rudy and his friend had been doing quite well as they went from door to door. The people who purchased the books paid a small deposit when the order was placed and agreed to pay the balance when the books were delivered. The two young men sent the orders to the Inter-American Headquarters of Seventh-day Adventists, but for some reason the orders were delayed. Back then, call porters didn't have the more secure financial arrangements they do today. They had to rely on the payments they received for their sales. And since the books hadn't arrived yet, Rudy and his friend couldn't collect the rest of the money. Soon they had spent what little money they had, and now hunger was gnawing at their stomachs. Rudy and his friend dreaded the thought of tramping the streets without anything to eat. 
We've done all we can, they agreed between themselves. Now let's tell God about it. And they discussed just how God might help. We could start knocking on doors, and maybe God will impress someone to place an order and make an unusually large down payment, one of them suggested. Or maybe we'll find some money and won't be able to find the owner, the other projected wishfully. They thought of several ways that God might help them. I wonder if he smiled, knowing that he had already arranged for their immediate need. As they talked, the two young callporters looked across the empty table in front of the window. And out the open window, beyond the trees, they could see ships sailing on tropical blue waters, and in the shadows, crocodiles lay dozing in the morning sunshine. But none of this interested them today. Together, they knelt and reminded God of their need. When they got up from their knees, they stared at the table that had been bare moments before. It couldn't be. It wasn't possible. Where had it come from? There on the table was a large platter heaped high with colorful vegetables, potatoes, and fish. Plenty of food for two very hungry young men. It was steaming hot and smelled delicious. Eyes wide with unbelief, the roommates looked at each other, then back at the table. This was uncanny. This was unnatural. This was too much. The two bolted for the door and flung it open. A neighbor woman, who lived a door or two from them, was walking on the veranda. She heard the door open and turned to greet them. Good morning, she called cheerily. I cooked our noon meal extra early today, and for some reason I kept thinking of you and thought you might like a home-cooked meal. When I walked past your window, I saw you praying and didn't want to disturb you, so I just set the food on the table through the open window. Rudy and his friend thanked her. Then they stumbled back into their apartment, thankful that God had provided for them. That's how I learned that God doesn't need suggestions, Dr. Rudolph Rodriguez said years later when he shared this experience with his Sabbath school class. God always knows what to do. So now, whenever I talk to him about my needs, I simply trust him to take care of them in his own way. And he always does. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. Podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh day Adventist Church. Let the children come, don't dare drive them away, and then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.